the beats, the flow, the rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets saying our podcast. Bitcoin is going to shit, Roy. Yeah, nah, you missed that train for some money, money. That you gotta play long game now. You gotta hope. Yeah, because they closed the uh, they closed the thing down. I forgot what it's called, the exchange, but they closed it down. That mug fell. So niggas just stuck with some digital money. Waiting for Ready Player One to pop. Shit, ain't that what happens on 2K, nigga? The VC don't work out right. You making them? That's what they literally prepared you niggas for this shit with virtual currency. That's what happens. Like they said, we gonna update it just like a new shit, game. nigga. This is transfer. This nigga. is 2K, nigga. My team. That new card come out, nigga. You didn't spent 250k my my team coins. Then the next week, that motherfucker card is obsolete, going for twelve thousand my team. That's the same thing. Nigga, that's stock. Right. <laughs> Shit, y'all gonna y'all gonna learn today. <laughs> Shit. But you I'ma know, just, I'm gonna just stay out here with I already known play money. Shit. Fuck mm. all that one. Just stick with this play money that can at least get me a burger. Man. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm cool on that other stuff. Like, till till they figure it out. They still they was selling digital weak ass monkeys for however much. Talking <laughs> about. This supposed to be for art. Like niggas, well, let the artist eat. Not a nigga that make a digital supreme monkey. Mm. The hell is that? Mm. That wasn't the dumbest shit I seen. Mm. What there's no culture in that culture, and that's why I be messing up. Mm. I don't even be understanding. Mm. Seen a nigga pay for Jack Dorsey's first tweet. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> nigga paid like 20 million for the rights to his first tweet. And then it didn't sell for how much you thought it was. He got like 1200 back. Like, dude, come <laughs> on, bro. Like you paid for his first tweet. Like, yeah, this is the first tweet on Twitter. Like, damn, you know, like, I don't know, man. If, if you're going to pay for something like that, you just keep it. That's for you to be like, you know what? I got the first tweet, bro. <laughs> like, I actually own the rights to the first tweet. Anybody tweet this, they running me some money. Man. I own the rights. But no, you want to try to flip. This ain't just. He must have watched that little little Netflix shoe, uh, shoe uh, miniseries. Looking for them Jordan Zeros and shit. Mm. Nigga ran up on this house like, nigga, I got like four pair already. I was just mm. playing on the on the thing. They already, it was a cool story, bro. I ain't seen it. Oh, man. I ain't seen it. <laughs> uh, King Bach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. King Bach. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's uh, it's silly. It's, mm-hmm. it's a grown man who used to be in the sneaker culture and his little crazy ass homeboy get him back in with his wife is telling him, don't be wasting our money. So he gets roped in and he gets roped into some hella bad. Every time his homies like, no, trust me, trust me. He shouldn't have trusted that nigga, bro. Mm. <laughs> it was he would have like, no, we just gonna do this right. Mm. Nigga, when when uh he went to go get some shoes, somebody gave him a plug. It's like, look, go pick up these. I don't remember what it was, like some warrants or something. Like, get the ones, bring them back here. You can sell them for this, you'll get the money that you lost, right? Mm-hmm. He go, he sees some fucking red Octobers. He gets and King was like, bro, just get them, bro. You don't never see. And the dude, so he get the red Octobers instead of the shoes he told him to get. Mm. He go back to the consignment shop. He like, yeah, you got them uh, warrants for me, right? He's like, no, nah, I got these. He's like, bro, I got like five pair of these red Octobers already. Mm. But the one, somebody was was looking for them, so I was they already had the money ready. He said, well, shit, I can't, I can put these on retainer for you, but when they sell, I'll let you know. Mm. So listening to his homie, he missed out on just a lick. It was an easy lick. Then go with the person that hooked them up because they didn't tell him the whole story. They said just go and get the ones. Don't but don't do nothing else. But he didn't want to listen. So mm. man, yeah, yeah, it's funny, bro. It's funny. They went on a wild goose chase to fucking Japan to get find some secrets. Man, <laughs> you see, I always thought I liked the shoes, but yeah, I don't like shoes like that. Right. Like then these niggas traveling across the world and and the crazy part, his wife didn't even understand like why why you like this so much. So this girl that he used to talk to, she was in the, she flips everything. So she was into getting purses, right? Mm. And she took her on this wild goose chase to try to find this purse. And I don't even remember if it was real, but she went on to get this purse, right? And the little girl, his wife was like, that's so stupid. But the scene kind of cut weird. Like she had a weird look on her face. Come find out the end of the show. He's like, hey, where you get that purse from? She went and got the purse. 
after she told it the whole thing was stupid trying to get these mm. so I think if they was going to re-up they going to get it to where she gets addicted to where she in the in looking for bags and different shit so he probably going to find out later so I'm like ah right, it's cute now it's kind of it's cool but you know what I'm saying it's just like damn man Take your blessings when they hand it to you, man. Stop listening to foolish ass niggas. Always man. trying to make a flip, man. Have you have you read The Alchemist before? Mm-mm. I just hear about it all the time. Man, that's The Alchemist right yeah. there. Man, check out The Alchemist. Yeah, it's on the shelf over there. Yeah, I'm going to crack it over. Man, easy read, fun yeah. read. Check out The Alchemist to the listeners, man. That's, that's one of those mandatories. Yeah. That shit crazy, bro. Easy flip, man. Mm-hmm. Just trying to get to eating, man. They get take your blessings when they come. When somebody give you a solid, mm. listen. Mm. They don't got to give y'all the direction. They gave the directions. Mm. Just do follow them. Mm. Some people try to look out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. You know that was a that was a show full of life lessons. That nigga was getting hit and hit. Like stop listening. Man, that's interesting. I yeah. want to go to Japan one day. Man, it just look cool as shit over there. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, they uh they got a it's a uh definitely an interesting culture over there. I heard that the uh the Jordan ones is a part of the mandatory shoes for the outfits for the school uniforms. Oh shit! That's why they that's why they got the Jordan ones over there like that. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. So it's just they just when you forced to be on a small area like that, mm. you forced to be efficient in anything you design. So like all of the multiple design stuff that they got for multifunction is just. They innovation over there is crazy. Crazy. It, the, the need to be efficient, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the need to be efficient is insane. Mm-hmm. They learned how to build up and, and make it uh, more, you know, adaptable to small spaces. Um, we still build, oh, bro, we still building parking lots. Mm. <laughs> mm. We ain't even just building decks. Mm. We just silly as hell. Or we just build out. Mm. About we ain't got enough land. Fam, <laughs> build a two, three-story deck. We have decreased the amount of land mm. that we need to function. Mm. You know, just silly shit like that. You know, mm-hmm. they got whole uh, damn car vending machines, nigga. Mm-hmm. Oh, your car over here, push the button, gonna bring that bad boy down. We up here ain't even got a deck. Man, fully functioning robots and shit that's 30 foot tall and shit like that. They over there doing some extreme stuff in Japan. We can't see none of it because of the algorithm. Crazy. <laughs> we can't. We don't know what's going man, on. Shout out to Clubhouse. Yeah, man. <laughs> shout out to Clubhouse. Yeah, man. That's why we all we got to get on these VPN throwers, bro. Mm-hmm. We definitely do just to see what everybody else really doing and looking at and got. Man, it'd be all kind of stuff that ain't accessible on our servers. Yeah, it should be crazy, bro. Oh man. Speaking of shoes, mm. I guess when this come out, it's today. Yeah, <laughs> sneaker soiree tonight, man. Tonight, sneaker soiree, mm-hmm. third annual. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the house. Mm-hmm. We about to be sharp, mm-hmm. on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if y'all remember, but uh, we got a little gift over here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time. You think it's time? It gotta be time. What other event can we give out some some footwear, man? What other event could we really give out some footwear, man? And and we gonna make sure the winner is supporting the podcast. Yes, mm-hmm. ain't subscribe. We fighting everybody. <laughs> we gonna watch them subscribe and pay for a Patreon. No, <laughs> we ain't got a Patreon. Back. Hey, hit that. <laughs> we gonna create a Patreon, make them pay for it, mm. and then give them the slides. But no, mm-hmm. we definitely got the sneaker story. There will be a little sneaker competition happening down there. Who got? I, I'm I'm curious because there's another prize that we got. Uh, we got a couple people. One of our sponsors is helping us out with. Mm. Um, but this one, I might, I might want to be like the most unique shoes. Mm. Get the slides, not just the best, because people are just you know hype beast. Mm-hmm. As long as you got something that's either expensive or super name brand, you know what I'm saying, you might win. Mm. But I don't believe in the hype beast. Mm-hmm. I like, I like people with style and creativity. Mm-hmm. So we might do two different ones. One for who you have, the crowd think is the best. And then one who think got the most unique shoes. Mm. And whoever got the most unique shoes, we're going to let our guy Montreal hand off them Yeezy slides that he blessed us with, man. Okay. Somebody give me a round of applause for that shit or something, man. We we getting them slides off, man. Man. But it's going to be a good day, man. A good evening, man. We got Verse going to be in the house mm-hmm. opening it up for us. Mm-hmm. We got my guy Yada Man mm-hmm. getting busy. Mm-hmm. Then we got our, our main guy, man, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, Chuck Indigo, man. Mm. 
and he finna go. Mm-hmm. He finna he finna black out on him. Um, it's gonna be a fun time. We partying after the little concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can meet the artists. Mm-hmm. We gonna try to do some extra stuff. I hope I hope everybody here got their beats ready, mm-hmm. got their rhymes ready. We might have to hit a studio directly after. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this is gonna be a good time. Everybody gonna be spiffy. You know what I'm saying? Dressed to the nines. Mm. Everybody can come out, I believe. I think we made that bitch all ages on accident. So go on and bring them. Go on and mm. buy that ticket. Mm-hmm. If they can walk, they can buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man, we get them them shoes ready. I got mine ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing nothing too extra special, but they just going to be something I ain't worn yet. Just ain't never broke them out. Okay. I'm going to just break something out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hope my clothes fit. I've been in the gym. I think they fit pretty well right now. Yeah. It was a good bit a little sketchy about two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Sketchy. You didn't drop a couple pounds. Just a couple. I might have to do my little juice cleanse. Mm. Gonna get real gonna get real get a little more trim real quick. Snatch my waist, bitch. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> snatch it. Uh but yeah, man, fit ready. Gonna make sure it's iron. Okay. Uh Johnny, man. Yeah. You got to get rid of the boots, man. Man. <laughs> man, show up with something different. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, man. Yeah, we still trying to figure out what we going to wear, man. What what kind of shoes we got, man. We still trying to figure it out, so. So, sure, we got a little time, so. Uh-huh. A little, little time. We going uh-huh. We going to get something bopping real uh-huh. soon. A couple hours. We got a couple hours. Well, I don't know, but I know, I know the young guy. He just look, he just smiling like he finna stun on all you niggas. And you niggas is me. Man. <laughs> he just ready. I don't know what he finna pull out. Man. He just ready. He's like, Ian, you been talking all that shit. I seen your little punk ass uh, Tribe Called Quest vans. I seen your Bulls three peaks. <laughs> well, I'm finna kick, boy. Montreal is gonna be happy to be in the building. Like, man, I hope them. I hope, hey, all the baddies show up. Man, it's called, I just got to see my man in action. Man, I'm sorry. I just got to see him in the moment. Man. That's all I want to see. He be transforming. <laughs> but man, it is definitely going down tonight, Friday evening, man. At the slowdown, tickets will be available at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be a great time. Mm-hmm. It's a great time, man. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how I like to give it up on the turntables. Mm-hmm. If you want the same old, same old, you can go somewhere. But we're going to give y'all a little party. Mm. Ain't no sad music. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody rapping about their problems. Mm. I'm not going to play a bunch of shit with a bunch of niggas dying. Mm. But we just going to have fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a whole lot of different uh, age groups in there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make sure everybody leave happy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be some magical shit going on. Mm. So, man, come out, bring your peoples, uh, tell somebody, tell everybody, bring somebody with you, man. Just just tell them to get dressed, throw on their kicks, put that dress on, put that suit on, put them, mm-hmm. them, dress, put them dress shoes up, though. Mm-hmm. Throw them sneaks on, man. Throw them kicks on, something fresh, man. Come on out to the sneaker soiree, man. Man. At the slow down. We are starting indoors at 730. Mm-hmm. I'm getting busy around 8. Okay. So don't want to be late. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, we're going to see y'all there. Mm-hmm. We'll be in the building. That part, Streets and R. Streets and R in the building, man. And shout out, man, to my guy, Marcy Yates. He'll be hosting. Y'all seen him on the pod, so mm-hmm. he'll be hosting for us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we getting it going, man. But yeah, man. Johnny no good. What you know good? Man. What you know, no good. No, no good. What you know, no good. No, no, no good. <laughs> oh, man. That's a that's a beautiful song right there. They too young for that. They don't know nothing about that. They don't, even, they don't know nothing about old sitcoms. They be showing the reruns and shit, but they don't know. Man. Yeah, man. But Johnny, man, we had us a lovely uh, conversation last pod. Okay. Um, about a young, young, uh, a young guy who's who for some reason we I believe he's high on his morale right now. Okay, and he just decided to step all on all us little peons out here. With small steps, or he was big stepping. Big. He was. I don't know what you call that. That shit was like some giant steps. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh-huh. Um, and if y'all don't know, we talking about a. A distant cousin who don't know about us, uh, Kendrick <laughs> Lamar, man, K Dot, mm-hmm. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, man, man, and uh, he stepped, 
and he he stepped. At least I guess we gotta get a disclaimer. My opinion, he uh stepped. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But uh mm. we're gonna talk about, you know, what we got from the album. And also I think it's we just gonna start there. What we what we got from the album. Um five year hiatus. Mm. He let us know why he was on a five year hiatus. Mm-hmm. And it's important to uh to have that time to get your shit together. Um uh, get your get your get your point across, uh get your thoughts together, get your life together before you have to offer up to the world. Mm. And I think he did just that, man. I think he offered up to the world something that's gonna stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. For a whole lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Even just artistically, man, just uh, it's funny how he calls the album Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, mm. but the order of it is a two-day CD, 18 tracks, nine and nine. Mm-hmm. We talked about the last time with the numbers, mm-hmm. uh, but the Big Steppers was first. Mm. And then Mr. Morale, and the last track on the album is called Mirror. Mm. So even with the Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, he mirrored it and flipped it, mm-hmm. right? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this, and it was also interesting when you look at it, he kind of mirrored how the tracks went. So even with the interludes where they're at, they're kind of in the same place on opposite ends. Yep. Um, even when he announced what which part of the album was it, it was at, it's at the mirrored opposite end. Mm-hmm. So it's at the beginning, I think, of track two, mm-hmm. where you hear Kodak. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of track seventeen, the mm-hmm. second to last, you hear his his uh, his daughter on there say, "Mr. Morale." So it's a little complete mirror of where they're at. Mm-hmm. On purpose to go into the song Mirror. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh man, this this man crazy as hell, boy. Yes, this man crazy as hell. Yes, sir. And I'm gonna give one general take and I'm gonna toss it to Johnny because this was Johnny's uh I think Kendrick mind Johnny's mind and uh took some shit out <laughs> that he been over here brewing on for the longest. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. We have some conversations. Yeah. He, he stole all Johnny's shit. Yeah. But it was in the universe. So Johnny just pulled from the same pool. Man, listen. <laughs> listen. That's why it's beautiful. And that's why, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. I, uh, in my mind, I swear I'll be feeling like Zig Tape 2, you know? Like, it, it did waves on Cali. Like, it did waves out there in California, bro. It's a couple artists where I'll be like... You know what I'm saying? I be like, <laughs> but all of that to say, you know, uh, yeah, just um, I'm just thankful, man. It was a beautiful piece of art. Um, just thankful of creatives like that um, who can inspire. You know, that's what we here to do. That's what music should do. Not only should it teach, not only should it educate, and all of these other things, but it should inspire. I think that's what the key thing of art is. Uh, genes is put here to express themselves. So. How can we express? How can we inspire other peoples to express? And um, that's what Kendrick did, man. Um, Concept-wise, as far as like just the the music, the material, the things he's talking about, yeah, man, it, it was beautiful to see it put into a, a palatable and digestible format like music, man. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Is this album really sat with as a culmination of his previous projects to me, mm-hmm. like really piecing out and hearing a little bit of everything that he that he you know came out with, mm. and even even in expression and how he used his his production on mm. here was was a masterclass. And you know he hinted at some things uh, when he came out with Baby King, right? Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm smoking on your top five tonight," mm. and he kind of he kind of let you know, like, "All right, man, I hear, I see what y'all been doing. Mm. Yeah, I'm uninspired. Mm. I'm just gonna ride my beach cruiser. That part, uh, you know, I'm chilling. I couldn't write for two years. He talks about that. that part. Um, <laughs> and he comes out with an album, and I don't know, man. I know that's just that's keep it funky, bro. A lot of people just. They feel like they ain't fucking with it. Mm-hmm. They ain't. They ain't. It ain't talking to them. And mm. I and I tell you, I, my favorite line, one of my favorite lines ever, is a hit dog hollers. Mm. And I think a lot of people who don't resonate with this is because he got at something in your soul that you mm. didn't like. 
you had to turn it off. Like, mm. oh, I ain't trying to hear that right. It's yes. like, I ain't trying to hear that right now. Yes. Oh, I don't want to hear nothing conscious. It's summertime. Yes. Oh, I don't want to hear yes. And I'm like, yeah. Yes. He poked your ass. Mm. He hit you on the side. Mm. A swift little mm. mm. He was poking at a lot of type. Of, mm. He was poking at a lot, bro. Mm. But uh, it was just, I think, just for me, just sonically, mm. Every time I listen, I'm hearing new subtleties in the production. Uh-huh. Every time I listen. Uh-huh. And like I, to the point I'm just paying attention to production. Like I already know half the lyrics. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm paying attention to the subtle sound, the shift in the beat. Even like songs like uh uh We Cry Together. Uh-huh. And listening to even how the beat shifts, like pulling out some of the drums towards the third verse, and it's like um, just taking our bits and pieces or taking the pieces that we want out of a situation, mm-hmm. um, changing situations, you know, starting off with this is how we sound right now, talking mm. about how we sound on the internet going mm. at each other, especially black men and black women, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used the example of an interpersonal clash, mm-hmm. but even in third verse, they all off topic and started just talking about the world, like, oh, this is why you the reason why mm. Army Weinstein, wait, what? He mm. like, what the hell I got to do with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, you the reason why R- you R&B bitches don't even work together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's it just got to some bigger uh, things outside of just an interpersonal relationship. That, and that's kind of how we have been trained to argue and shit. Mm. I see it. We see it all on podcasts everywhere. Mm-hmm. It, he just touched on so much, bro. And I don't, don't want to get too much into the songs yet, but just the, the sure production the the very the variability of the production was um, amazing, bro. He got into for me half the album can go on the radio, mm. half of the album can go on the radio, bro. Mm. Cause it's just bops all over the place. Mm-hmm. He was just fumbling them hoes, depending on your mood mm. and and the juxtaposition of the the type of lyrics for the production was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of the song with a uh, blast. And it's all poppy, you know. I popped the paint away. I stopped. Mm-hmm. Now you thinking it's like, oh, this shit. But you listen like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's one of those mm-hmm. uh, um, from his song. Uh, like I always forget the swimming pools. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. everybody in the club was talking about pour up drink, and you know the song is about you not pouring up and drinking and mm-hmm. dealing, and the demons that come from from drinking and what you get into your head, get into this space to where you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's one of them. It's you know Kodak did his damn thug dizzle, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People was upset at Kodak. I was pleasantly. I was happy that Kodak was all over this shit. Yeah, I was happy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was happy. I, I'm not even the biggest Kodak fan, but even I remember when Kodak came out and said Kodak can actually go. Like Kodak got something to say. Mm-hmm. Just got to keep him on a path of where he ain't, he don't go. He don't stray too far off. Mm-hmm. But Dot seen that too. You know what the potential he got, man. It's just, man, it was a master class, bro. I'm a, I get into my favorite tracks later, but Johnny, man, I can go on this one, man. Yeah, yeah, nah, man. I'm, I'm loving the conversation, man. We just keep it going, man. I think that one thing about Kodak, uh, I seen Drake had said it was Drake that said he was up, or was that Cole? Cole said Kodak was up next, right? I think so. Yeah, that was Cole. But uh, my favorite song from Kodak, and when he dropped it, people wasn't like really listening to it. I remember telling my little brothers, like, bro, you got to listen to that shit. Calling My Spirit. Mm. That track, Calling My Spirit. That's the one he dropped with the acoustics and on the guitar. That Calling My Spirit, man. Go go check that out, man. Kodak was talking about something on there, bro. Like, And you got to reach a certain level of enlightenment. Like Certain people, you don't. Some people just have conversations because it's faddish. You know what I'm saying? It's a fad. It's what people are talking about. But like, so probably say, as above, so below. Mm-hmm. Like, if you truly understand that, then it make you move and think on a whole different dynamic. And so, like, shout out to Kodak, man. Um, the album, man, the album was just amazing, bro. I mean, even, even as you're talking about the I Pop the Pain Away, right? Like, that's following in 95 in which he's talking about removing the mask. Mm-hmm. So now you have to get honest to, about yourself about what's the things that you do. Mm-hmm. You popping the pain away because you don't want to be sober. Mm-hmm. And then, right, as you said, mirroring, because mm-hmm. that's the, you know what I'm saying? Towards the end, here he is talking about my mom sober. Right. So here you are, you got to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
from that, uh, you know, the song with Taylor Page, what, what's it called? That's We Cry Together. We Cry Together. Even that, at the end of it, right, tap dancing around the conversation and getting to the point where we still got to talk about love, but there's a common analogy that we equate love to all the time. Love equals war. Love is war. That's why the title's called Purple Hearts. Like, it's like, bro, it's like, y'all gotta, it's like, man, everything about it was just beautiful. It was so intentional. And I think that it's gonna take about, it's gonna take another two or three years of digesting and a lot of growth for people to truly understand everything that he was saying. That was a phenomenal work, man. Yeah, man, it's, that shit is, anybody that, I'm not gonna say anybody. When you don't have it as number one at the end of the year, mm-hmm. you need to do some soul searching and understand what do you truly think music is is truly for. Mm. Um, and I'm not here to judge, you know what I'm saying, on, you know, but even just technically, mm-hmm. this nigga murdered everything that's out, mm-hmm. technically, mm-hmm. Um, to be able to to rap, to, to scat on jazz beats, you know what I'm saying? And people not understanding, that's like not a... That's not offbeat. It's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a jazz cat. It's a drummer. It's a drummer. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, I'm not familiar with jazz. Go listen to a jazz band and watch the drummer get his solo and watch how he seems like he's going all over the place and he always right back on the one. Mm-hmm. Seems like it's a dun, 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 dun. like that is a skill in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, jazz train. You can you can thank him for diving into that thing on to pimp a butterfly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. bro, everything was. The storytelling was A plus and the the vocal, the use of his voice box as an instrument is is unrivaled in hip hop. Mm. I said last week mm. and I say it all the time, mm. he is theater to the ears. Mm-hmm. There is nothing you have to see and you can see everything mm. as far as the setting, mm. his mood, what he's trying to get across. Mm. The, the words and the visuals by listening to him. There ain't nothing. Mm. There ain't nothing you need to see. I have an idea, but Johnny be telling me not to say all my ideas, so I'm going to leave it. <laughs> but it's it's just it's magical what he does. When I'm thinking about um, Auntie Diaries, right? Mm. And him tapping into the voice that he tapped into when he was on Fear, mm. on Damn, when he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And this is when he said, I feel like on Auntie Dyer's like, I feel like I'm old enough to understand this. My my auntie is a man now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think I'm old enough to understand now. But that was happening in his teenage years. If you go back on fear, when he was seven, his fear was, you know, as a little kid talking from a mama, I'll whoop your ass to a teenager. Basically, can't his biggest fear is pretty much dying too early because of being careless. But it's mm-hmm. the same tone in which he rapped on this. So you understand he was a teenager. Mm-hmm. During this time period, when he was understanding his his auntie and then his his cousin's transition, and to be able to tell a story in a time like this, where people are afraid to talk about these things from a different perspective from the one that's given, mm. this is the perspective of a straight man witnessing and being around a family member, mm. being able to tell it from his perspective. Just the the purposeful in the song misgendering because mm. that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Not understanding that, like I'm saying, oh she, he, mm. she, mm-hmm. he, not getting it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. that that in itself was subtleties that I caught the first time. Like oh okay, because that that would what would happen. You don't know what to do, what to say. So it was. I think it was for me. Um, the thing that I took away from that song was just the ultimate lesson of. Um, when you get to the true point of agape love power, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's the, you choosing family over a religious, you know, structure or anything like that. And like, that's the one thing about it is like, um, I always say that I create open spaces. I don't say I create safe spaces cause what's safe for me might not be safe for you, but I like to create open spaces. And one thing about it is just, um, in creation of those spaces, you want to make sure that everybody feel heard. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's just one of those things right there where, you know, yeah, that, that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, and if if not just her, just the ability to know you can express, mm-hmm. whether it's received or not, it's different. But the ability to know you can express mm-hmm. that's a different feeling. That's a space you have to be in, and to choose every choose love is the ultimate construct over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you say it all the time. Love is powerful. The love will make you kill, man. So, um, but just to, just for that, you know what I'm saying, and then. 
I'm gonna be real. When I when we first heard it, I told you what one of my favorite was, uh, "Mama I Sober," mm-hmm. and just listening to the ability to have to deal with things just on a surface level, the ability to have to deal with things while sober and witness these things and not knowing how to react, but also having to take it in um, without any 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 obstruction of your judgment. Mm. To talk about what he did when he briefly, what he did when he was younger, mm. talking about I was in that back seat, I ain't had nothing in my system. I'm mm. I'm out here mm-hmm. and having to live with those thoughts. To the third, the third and one of the most important verses that probably done came out in a long time in mm. any genre of music, bro. Mm. To talk about the the hiding, the non communication of family and what goes on behind closed doors and why people act the way they act mm-hmm. and how that manifests out. Mm-hmm. To talk about why his mama kept questioning him. Mm-hmm. Why why you keep telling me my cousin did something? Why you keep asking me? And for her to say, well, he did something to me in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I was only trying to protect you and hope, almost hoping you would say something so we had a reason to get rid of him because it's hard for me to deal with mines. But if you said something, I can, I'll feel strong enough to get rid of you try to get him up out of here. Mm. But not in understanding how that manifested in him questioning himself if mm-hmm. his truth is correct. Mm. He was telling the truth, but am I right? Mm-hmm. And how that manifested years later in his relationship dealing with his addiction. Mm. And then to talk about the cycle of families and not being able to communicate, having people who are doing things to people sexually, mm-hmm. unwanted, and how we manifest that out. Mm. How listen, I see, I see all of y'all with the masking back to the mask mm-hmm. from the second track. This is the second to last track. Mm-hmm. The masking of the pain of going through shit like that. Mm-hmm. Expressing it out through outward, your outward overbearingness. So mm-hmm. outward expression. I need a bunch of tattoos so you can see who I am. I need the jewelry. So I'm gonna be expressive so you can see who I am. Mm-hmm. When he said some of them just even just feeling shook from walking to school with their uncle, mm. walking back from school. That part. So those things, those traumas aren't are passed down. They're not talked about. We re we reenact them in our own ways because we never correct them. We never deal with them. Like, bro, that it ain't nothing. What else you want from music, bro? Mm. What else you want from a human? What do you want from a human for him to to express? That, the buck stops here, man. Mm-hmm. I'm finna go deal with mine so I can put something positive forward for my life. Mm-hmm. I always say, we say it all, I say it all the time, bro. Our job is to procreate, mm-hmm. not just recreate. Mm-hmm. So in procreation, I need to make things better. Mm-hmm. His number one job, him being in his family, the reason why he recluses is he had to deal with his trauma so it does not go to his offspring so he can be better for them so they can be better for the world. Mm. In healing myself, I'm healing the world because I'm healing those that come from me that's in the world. Mm. Like, bro, this man, hey, bravo, my G. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things, man. Like um, like you said, it's serious conversations. And it was something, and you know, like, I don't know, I feel I keep bringing it back to myself, but it's just something that somebody used to say to me about Zig Tape 2. They say, like, you make depressing music and it's like the music is so reflective so like against the grain of what's going on it's like you have no choice but to have your perspective open like you don't see things the same afterwards and it's like uh the conversation he had about like not healing you know that's something that hit close in my family you know where i didn't have family members you know that's very very protective about certain situations older men with younger girls but it just come out and that's the thing about the mind you know the mind to repress things that'll come back later. And so like, here's a person now dealing with stuff from their childhood that they mind repressed that's resurfacing now that they up there in their years, bro. Like mm. it's, these are conversations that's had, but like you never, you just understand why people move the way that they are now. So yeah. it's definitely a, uh, yeah, man. For sure, man. Um, just get stuck on it. I can't skip a song. And if I do skip a song, what's I'm your sorry. what's your top three, man? Like what's your top three or what's your top five on there, man? What's what's Ooh. Well, of course, Mama I Sober. Mm-hmm. 
Savior. Mm-hmm. My favorite bop on there gotta be Silent Hill. Okay. Like, like, hmm. <laughs> like, hmm. Uh, man, you it's 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 hard not to say uh we cry together. <laughs> and part of that, that man put that was one of the grimiest beats I've heard on a track. Grimier than a Griselda beat. I was like, oh, mm. to get in some grimy shit though. But mm. I'm like, oh my God, this is nasty. Um I don't, man, that's, uh, shit, man. <laughs> it's, it's, Baby King went crazy on his verse, bro. Mm. He went crazy on his verse. Oh, uh, shit, man. Got me looking, like, make sure, uh, you know, and I really, really, you know, Father Time is, is, is another one of the pieces that a lot, a lot of folks, I'm going to say primarily the men, because he says, hey, get the women a break. We got our own shit to deal with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a, uh, I'm tripping, man. I'm sorry, man. But count me out. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that, that's, that's, uh, and I think count me, count me out is really the opening of the second disc, technically. Mm-hmm. It is. And, uh, yeah, I'd say count me out rounds on my top five. You know, I really like the Worldwide Steppers production. I don't know why I like, I like that shit. Um, um, but Count Me Out is a very simple as far as the lyrics go, as far as the amount of words, but it's one of those things that's going to be felt when he do his show. Mm. And when that shit rings off at a concert, especially if when it rings off, you do it correctly. Lord, let me get on the stage for a festival. When I read that bitch off, bruh. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> It's one of the things that's gonna just hit. It's one. It's one of the things that's gonna hit. Um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna have to go with. That's tough. I don't know. How about that? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but my my sober uh, savior, definitely up there. And uh, shit, man, the rest. I might go count me out from there. And everything else is a tie. It mm. ain't gonna lie, except for Purple Hearts. Mm. And that's gonna be the radio record. Like for Purple Hearts for me to be your worst record, you got an amazing ass album. Mm. You got an amazing album. Mm-hmm. That's your bottom. For me, that's your bottom. Yeah. For me. Yeah, I think that the, I like I like Purple Hearts as far as just the overall theme. You know, is uh, just shut the fuck up when you hear love talk, and it's like. All that other shit, all that other stuff is like irrelevant. It almost <laughs> almost remind me of a conversation I was having with Del Reese. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because bro is on his he on his cold heartedness. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's just like nah, man. Like you know, there's still the power with love, man. And so, you know, shut the fuck up when you hear love talking, bro. Like love is powerful. Um, yeah, man. And it's it's I love the way he bluntly put it because you gotta you can't speak poetry to a swordsman. It's like he said the song before that. Uh, what's it? What's it called? The song with Taylor Page. Oh, we cry. We together. cry together. You know, it's this is the language of the world. This is what I'm hearing. This is what y'all sound like. This is literally what he said. This is what y'all sound like. And it's like, um, yeah, man, yeah. This is what y'all hearing, and this is what y'all tune into. But y'all need to shut the fuck up when y'all hear love talking mm-hmm. and actually listen to it. And it's it's crazy, and I'm gonna be real, bro. This it's such a crazy time for this to drop, especially like a track like that to be such a standout, right after brother Kevin Samuels passed away. Yeah, and to even to even hear for me as somebody who would try to make sure I understood the whole picture mm-hmm. to watch Kevin and see the conversations that never get posted mm. versus the ones everybody gravitated towards is literally this song. Mm. Is that shit, mm. right? When he was in a back and forth mm. versus when he was understanding or somebody called in and really got something from him or which is a, you know what I'm saying? Like that ain't the shit that's going to get no burn. So it's this shit. It's the, it's, the, it's the other podcasts who have the dynamics of fussing back and forth, mm. uh, trying to prove your shit right, trying to say how much your shit stink. Mm. Nobody even just accepting when something is true. Mm. Even if you want to argue back, I'm like, all right, that's real, that's true, I feel that. Not even that. It's just ready to fire back. So 
it, it's it's just an interesting time, man. Mm-hmm. And like this is a timely, it's gonna be it's timely and it's gonna go down as timeless music. Mm-hmm. It's going to go down as timeless music, mm-hmm. uh, especially for this era, man. And even just his ability to, we talked about this earlier on the phone, bro. Just to how to be so connected mm. while having to disconnect at the same time. Mm. It's very difficult mm. and mind-wrecking when mm. you even think about it. But to drop an album and have to go overseas with limited access to the internet so you don't get caught up in the chatter is crazy. Mm. I'm going to Ghana. Mm. Let me play FIFA mm. and play a little soccer with these little homies. Mm. I'm going over here. It's about four phones in this little village. He ain't even in the main. He ain't even in the big city. They ain't saying, I know. I've been to Nigeria. So I know what's over there. Mm-hmm. Right? But he ain't, he ain't like the village, bruh. Ain't shit happening in the village. So he just in the village. It's like a few phones. Ain't everybody chilling in the village. Mm-hmm. So it's just even seeing that with it with his lady, bro, and his first time popping out, even talking about he got a woman and kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though for me it was known, but just him putting it on the cover. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been tending to. Mm-hmm. They all young and fun. You know what I'm saying? This is what I've been tending to. What is y'all? Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, shit. Synchronicity, man. Man. Synchronicity yeah. with the world. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, just a beautiful project, man. Beautiful. Yeah, man. I'm hoping some more people can uh, do some things that are relevant. Mm. And there's been a few. Mm-hmm. There's been a few. Don't, don't get it twisted. You know, I'm a music guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Was it a couple months ago now? I know Saba mm. came out with a few good things. Okay. And even his his cover, it looks like somebody that could be his uncle with pictures of flowers around him. You know, just that struggle of a black man trying to find some some sense of happiness out here. But yeah, it's it's people that and I think that was been a been a, a wave this year. Um, even people like Vince Staples, who mm. who dropped Ramona Park, broke my heart, mm. and saying this is kind of like his last mm. uh, rendition of a anthology. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been talking about you know how I grew up, and this is like a culmination, um, and amazing projects. But it's I think we're in a time coming out of COVID, coming out of people having to self, should be having to self reflect. Um coming into an age where you should have done some type of soul search and figuring out who you are or you ran deeper away or further away. Yeah, no, it's, um, whenever you look historically at periods of time and you look at the art, whenever you had the best art is when you had the most suffering. So, I mean, it's just, it's a reflection of the time periods. It's a lot that's going on and it forces you to have to create. Like, that's the reason why certain cultures don't have a culture. They don't have art that displays the pain because they didn't have the suffering. So it's like when you look at people who have been afflicted with mass sufferings, you look at their cultures, that's where you're going to get the most beautiful art from. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we want a little less pain, though. Mm. Uh, Before we go too far, man, rest in peace to the victims in uh, Buffalo, New York. The 10 victims. Um, I wish I had their names. I do not, but yeah. um, I, uh, to the prayers to the families, yeah. all afflicted, the the people who knew them, yeah. the city. Um, these are the, these are the, are the, these things are the fuel for why the, sometimes the art becomes out how it comes out. Um, why somebody can say, are you happy for me? Really? You know what I'm saying? And even in that, even in that song, say, one protest for you, 365 for me. Hmm. You know? Hmm. Um, it, it brings those, it brings too many of those things evident into light too much. To where the, the most sometimes we can do is like, let me just at least just put in the song because yeah, it's um, it's one of those things for me. Um, yeah, where you have coincidence, but then it's like when you follow follow the narratives and you understand the stories, right? 
and you have somebody like a uh, Catherine Massey, Miss Macy Massey, um, who I remember seeing her op-ed piece last year mm-hmm. during COVID when you know they was addressing the issues that was going on out there, and she was talking about uh, passing laws to you know get illegal guns off the off the street, and there here she go taken out by illegal gun. You know, um, when I think of uh, Salter, Aaron Salter Jr., mm-hmm. you know, security guard. Mm-hmm. But here this man was literally building an engine that ran off water. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I got an elder who I just took to another doctor's appointment earlier. He's 82 years old. So when I see somebody like a Miss Whitfield, 86 years old, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Miss Pearl Young, 77 years old, like, bro, like, that's my elder. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, we got to understand what time periods this stuff is in, man. Like, we really got to understand that. And, um, We'll be blamed for our own oppression. We'll be blamed for it, bro. Like, nobody coming to save us from this shit, bro. They don't care about this shit, bro. And it's like, we really have to study not just what's going on here. We have to really study what happened in in Nazi Germany, truly understand that. And we have to understand the caste system that happened over there in India, understand like the untouchable. Like, we really have to understand our position as a global people and why is it that our people seem to have the foot of oppression on the back of their neck the most, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, this shit is by design, bro. And it's like, we, <sighs> we have to understand what time it is. Mm-hmm. We have to understand what time it is, man. Especially for people who believe that we don't have no value. We don't have no economic value, you know? So in their minds, we don't have social value. And I think that that's something that we have to keep in mind. There's three choices, liquidation, pacification, or liberation. And if they ain't going to liberate us, they're going to pacify us until they liquidate us. Mm. And we need to understand that. It's called The Choice by mm. Samuel Yet. Yep. What's your choice? Yeah, man. It's... Uh... It's just tough, bro. I, I'm, I got to put it in as plain as terms since we on this. It's tough. Mm. Let's, say, let's keep it at it's tough um, to be in this space and to. There's reasons why we don't. I don't. I know Brother Johnny definitely don't do a lot of mindless activities. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do events. Mm-hmm. There's always an intent. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mindless with me. We just know to meet the people where they at. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why I choose to curate the way I curate my music mm. intentionally. Mm. I will not shift from that. I will not deviate from that. I will not because while I understand the need to release, um, the need to cope, those things are important for us to even get by day to day. So we need to have spaces to do those. There is an intention. Mm. I will not further traumatize mm. with the thing that I control, mm. which is the sounds. Mm. So if you're looking for that, you can go somewhere else. Mm. If you're looking to have a actual good time mm. for something that's going to raise your spirits mm-hmm. and at least just raise your awareness of who's around you, mm. which is the biggest mm-hmm. Make friends so you you tend to care to, for them a little bit more. Make family. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we own. Mm. Everything we do is with an intention. Mm-hmm. And we I don't give a fuck about being preachy. Mm. Um, I'm out here for real. Mm. <laughs> we out here for real. We mm-hmm. down the street. We mm-hmm. around the corner. Mm-hmm. We in the spaces for real. Mm-hmm. And whatever space you think I'm talking about, that's the one I'm talking about. We mm-hmm. in them spaces. Mm-hmm. Whichever one. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But we have to get to we have to get to something, man. To it's okay not to be not to be zombies, bro. Mm. 
I, I've always said the movies about robots are never about machines. Mm. They're about the people being operating in a robotic state. Mm. And we're close. Mm. We're numb. We have no feelings. Mm -hmm. We're sensitive. We have no feelings though. Mm. So we're walking around numb. We'll do what is told for us to what's programmed for us to do. Mm. Not even told what's programmed for us to do. Mm. Whatever have you. You know, so um we're operating on the design. What's that movie that's uh where they on that train that's just going around for years? Uh Snowpiercer. 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 Come to the end. Hey, sorry if you ain't seen it. Come to the end. I only found out, bro. I've been training you since you was a kid to be this this the quote unquote guy. Make a choice. What you mm. want to do? You supposed to take my job, by the mm. way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We do what we programmed to do. Mm. We got we're we're close to being robots. Mm. Um so we have to move with intention. We have to move with we have to move again out of love first. Love mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. Everything ain't gotta be out of fear. Mm. Mm. When your first reaction is to chop somebody down instead of understanding you moving out of fear. Mm. You mm. scared what they're gonna do to you, what they're gonna take from you, what's not gonna be handed to you if they get on. Mm. Shit, we get in trouble for moving with love first. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna continue to do it. Mm. Mm. So we gotta get to a place of being intentional. That's including the artist. If you feel a certain way, Mm. You can say that shit in a way that can still groove, mm. that can still pop. We did it the whole 60s and 70s in our music. For sure. Y'all know who we was partying to? What our, our folks was partying to? Man. They was getting down. Mm. Talking about I'm black and I'm proud. They was getting down, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Inner saying, city blues. Jigging. To some shit that was gonna feed. Talking him. about can't can't pay his taxes, all of this stuff. Talking about literally talking about the same stuff that's going on right now. Black people getting killed by police. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like literally talking about the same stuff. The state of the world, the world going crazy, and wanting to know where we heading towards because he don't see an end. Mm. He ain't lie. It's fifty years, man. Mm. Fifty years. So you know. It is okay to feel and to express that feeling. Mm. It is your job to find an artistic way to do so. Mm. You don't have to continue to do the things that keep you exactly where you at and where your family at. Mm. You just don't have to. Because mm. one thing, I can't control them, mm. but I can control me. Mm. But the only way I can control me, if I understand where I'm at. Mm. I need to see myself. I need to see what's happening around me. I need to try to understand that and move from that space and to not be afraid to move in that space. It may not solve everything, but that ain't my my that ain't my my calling no more. Hmm. I got me a seed. Hmm. That's number one. My job is to be pro productive. Hmm. A procreator. She gotta be better than me in every sense of the word. Hmm. Every sense. And I ain't talking about no stupid ass money. She got to be better than me. Hmm. So that's my impression. That's what I got to get done. Hmm. So that's why I appreciate. I'm just bringing it back. Even just from the cover, bro. Hmm. I already knew what the fuck time it was when I seen the cover. Oh, hmm. yep. I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. I see it. To operate in your high and your low. Cause you got you got you got purpose in front of standing in front of you on your hip and in front of you, to operate in your high and your crown, but be grounded on the earth to know what could come, to be prepared. Brother Malcolm did it. He did it well. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I operate in my high while prepared in my low. Mm -hmm. For sure, that's what uh, <laughs> you know. That's what Fred Hampton then was on. Mm -hmm. They was going into the parties recruiting. So I mean, you got to meet the people where they at. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Hey, it's okay to say something. It's okay to be something. It's okay mm -hmm. not to do what they telling you to do. Mm -hmm. That's when you don't want to. Mm -hmm. It's up to us to 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 work out our own trauma. It's up to us to be our our brothers and sisters keepers. Mm -hmm. What they say, if you know better, 
and do better. Shit, they, what they say, if you knew better, you do better. I say, if you know better, you show better. Yes, sir. So be an example. Merch. <laughs> be an example. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man. Shit, Johnny, man. Yeah. Trying to get up out of here. Oh, man, shit, we out of here, man. You Good. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. man. I mean, like, we could talk for hours, bro. Yes, like, sir. I didn't even mention Savior. We could talk for hours Gosh. about this CD, about this project, but I think that that's just one of the beautiful things about it. It's it's going to be more layers to unpack as people keep listening to it. I, I, before we go, man, touch on Savior, because that's your shit, man. <laughs> I just talked about being operating in your high, prepare for the low. Man, it's um, it's on so many levels. It's on so many levels because, I mean, <laughs> I remember reading Fr Dr. Frances Cress Wilson's uh, book, The ISIS Papers, mm -hmm. and she broke down racism and racism's function and how racism functions to protect a genetically, you know, a recessive gene pool. And, like, it's like in love, if we came together, people would be mated out, and in hatred, people would be destroyed. So it's like racism functions on that level and so it's like understanding self-interest i can't expect billy to be more happy for me and my position when that position is a direct conflict of interest to his existence mm -hmm. you know exaggerated or not you know that's kind of this whole great replacement theory shit that's going on out here like there's a lot of fear with that and it's like it's it's exaggerated but if we was really to move on that time, they would be made it out. You get what I'm saying? It's like, so on those levels, when you have people who pretending to be your friends or pretending to be happy for your success, if they're not willing to sacrifice their standard of living in order to increase yours, then we're not talking true equity. Mm -hmm. We're not talking, equality and equity is two different things. Equality is giving everybody the same size box. Equity is giving people different sizes box so everybody is at the same level view. I don't, if I'm only three and a half feet tall because I'm a child, less than four feet tall, I need a four foot box to stand at eight foot. If I'm six foot, I need a two foot box to stand at eight foot. Mm -hmm. A six foot box is not going to do me too much well at six foot. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I need that two foot to be even. That's the difference between equality and equity. And I don't think we get that, bro. And it's just, I say all of that to say, we got to really unpack this stuff, man. There's a lot of people who pretending to be altruistic. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You can't get rid of the ego. I will never stand up here and tell you that you can get rid of ego. Ego can only serve on a lot, on the lower or the higher nature. So it's up to you whether your ego going to serve self or if it's going to be selfish. Self and selfish appear to be the same things. Blue, blue-ish, child, childish. So we just got to understand what that ish mean. That's it, man. Trying to be steaming y'all niggas up, man. Man, bro, like I be, out. Bro, I be ready to drop the game, but we not ready for it. We not ready for it. That's why what Kendrick do. He dropped 50 and then left. Mm -hmm. Niggas ain't ready. He, he pulled a Steph Curry. Oh, he ain't even wait to watch the watch it go through the bottom of the net. All right. That was a Kobe 81, bro. Stop, stop, pop, pop. Stop me if you want to. You can't. So that's it, man. We out of here, man. Street saying our podcast, man. man. Street saying our. Hey, we'll see y'all at the Sneaker Soiree. Yep. We curating a good time. Mm -hmm. We curating this for the people. Mm -hmm. Y'all get spiffy so you feel good. Mm -hmm. Y'all stay fresh so you look good. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. It's hey, meet somebody. It's gonna part. be a lot of people to meet. That part. Meet and greet. He rubbing, he doing the bird man hand rub in the back. He's gonna be on something. Man. He's gonna be on something that big ass stamp on his hand. Man. <laughs> man. Yes, sir, man. We see y'all later, man. It's Street saying our podcast is giddy jicky with it. Man, it's your other host, Johnny No Good. We out, man. All right, peace. Peace. Are you happy for me? Really? <laughs> really? Are you happy for me? Smile in my face, but are you happy for me? I'm out the way. Are you happy for me? Bitch. Yeah. He said, the cat is out the bag. I am not your savior. I find it just as hard to love my neighbor. <laughs>
rhythm. All movements start from the streets. Streets saying our podcast.